Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio. Ordinary episode number six. I'm your host, Ryan Colbus. To my right is cousin Clint Colbus. Brent Sperry, way down the down the lane here at the oh. other end of the table. How's it going? Rich. What up? Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Get this time. <laughs> I'm Rick on this on this. That's good. And Sorry. and not not to be last, but chunk. Yes. Chunky. Yes. Jerry. Here he is. Harold. Harold. Yes. <laughs> it's spooky season. We're going to talk blood and guts and local boy. Not really local. I mean, he's state, right? Whatever. Three hours north, right? Three hours north where we're at. I mean, significantly probably worse serial killers in the United States history, I guess. The scary thing is he's probably been through here before. That least, Well, yeah. Not here and stayed, or, you know. Well, sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's his whole entire life. Around. It's not crazy to think that he probably wasn't. What? Well, I mean, he's he's probably took some trips south and Illinois. Yeah. Well, for <laughs> for certain, he he stayed after when he got uh, when he got arrested in in prison. He stayed in there was a, I think it's Menard State Correctional Facility, which is like a couple hours south of St. Louis. Yeah. So he was down there for a while, and then he ended up getting. Um, he definitely took a van down 55 at one point. Oh, sure. For sure. <laughs> he for lived, sure. He lived in Springfield. He lived while. in Springfield. Oh, yeah. He was a Springfield. Uh, uh, he worked at a shoe store. He was a manager of a shoe store in Springfield. He uh, so was the vice president of the JCs in Springfield. He came down to Mason yeah. County on the weekend before. Voted the oh. third. <laughs> I, I bet he'd been in Bath. Oh, shit, yeah. 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 You know he's been in Bath. Fuck. I didn't even think about that till now, but my God. That's wild to think about, but yeah, that he had a shoe store in Springfield. I guarantee he's been through a, band at one, a time or two at least. Yeah. It's crazy shit, man. He's pretty close. Good thing, like, none of our moms, like, you know, needed, <laughs> needed shoes or something. Right. My God. And, like, we weren't alive in the I 70s. Guess, I guess you don't have to worry about our moms. Well, so like, like our dads, right? Yeah. Or brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Brothers. That's the thing. is like nobody knows how early Gacy started either. Right. Like, Allegedly. He only got charged for, and I say only, on the 33, but, like, for the last two year, three years of his life or whatever. Nobody knows if he, like, built up to it or, like... I feel like that's something you do to start at, like, a young, like, teenage age. Well, like, it's, like a, like it's a rape thing at first, right? And then it comes to murder. Well... Maybe was he? Did he ever admit to something like that? Well, happened? he went to prison for... He did, but was, did he ever admit to having it done to him, though, is what I'm asking. Oh, yeah, I think so. I don't know if he ever admitted to something like that. Shit, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know enough about this particular... Well, problem. we're going to talk about well, it. We're going to talk all about it. That's why I'm glad we're here, buddy. That's right. Welcome to it. We're going to have some interesting conversations about Mr. Gacy today. We've met people like this, and it's, we know we know guys like this. We know people <laughs> like this, and we just, you know, just to have him be so normal and then have this other side of uh, just, just depravity and just terrible, disgusting behavior <laughs> is brent one of those people like this <laughs> he's trying to tell he's trying to tell you later i'm gonna take you out back and oh. i'm gonna show you the trick he's yeah. gonna show you the rope trick. i've been alone with brent before go out back and he's gonna be dressed up like, <laughs> I mean, I be dressed up like a clown i can tell that twinkle in your eyes 
Mm. I'm going to go with Pongo, though. <laughs> Not Patches. <laughs> <laughs> so we all know a, at least a little bit about John Wayne Gacy, right? And if you don't know anything about John Wayne Gacy, you're coming into this blind, which I don't know. If you really are coming into this blind, I don't know. I know. You're probably one of the only people on the planet right now. I don't know anything about John Wayne Gacy coming into this podcast. I don't know. Right? I don't I mean, know like any, new like generations discover him all the time, too. I never, like <laughs> on Netflix, they got like the Gacy tapes or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they dude, just come out with. Uh, I never watched that. They just come out within the last six months, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I know. So basically what he's done and then they they kind of highlighted him in the Dahmer uh, TV series on Netflix. Yeah, I read the so book I watched uh, that, but by I the cop that fucking followed him the last three days of his fucking life for yeah. I, I don't and personally like it know. It follows the trial through it was written by the people that prosecuted him or whatever. It's like until I watched the Summer Sam movie like I knew about him but I didn't know as much as I did and then I had to go research it further because obviously that movie's got probably a little bit of... Sure. Yeah, there's, I mean, there was, a, there's a lot of details just in the research that I did for this episode that I didn't realize. I mean, obviously, and there's always some sort of level of detail you're not aware of. We need a, a TV, 10, 10 episode TV show about this dude, probably. Well, we're, we're <laughs> definitely going to be a two-parter episode for us, for sure, because um, he, he lived a pretty ex- extensive full life up until his first murder and everything else and then after that I mean all the murders involved and then the, the court case that comes along with it afterwards is just as dramatic he was on that uh, he was on that Vince McMahon schedule for a minute like construction work by day fucking killing little boys by night he got two or three hours of sleep in there somewhere right. probably yeah up at fucking 3 a.m. exercising like Vince McMahon. Then took maybe a Just day or two off to hide a body in a good, decent way. We all work no fun, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he sure. didn't do it. I'm, I'm sure he didn't do it every day. It's probably like a once a week or a once a month thing that he killed somebody or maybe once every couple weeks or something. Uh, I was like 33 over the span of well, four yeah, years. Yeah, but it wasn't like sure. he did it every day. So he had to like maybe once a week for four years or something like that or twice yeah. a week for four years. I don't know. You have to you, someone have to go and do that. I think some shit. There's two boys that he did at this same day within like an hour of each other. So yeah. someone would have to go and like do the the, I don't know, the equation on that to see. Did he have? Oh, he did have fucking. Yeah. How many it was he was doing a month or whatever? But he, you know, he might have been months where he would like shit. went nuts and did like one every week. But then there might have been months where he's like, ah, I kind of feel good about life. I, I got this uh, JC's meeting and <laughs> I beat this. I don't need to do it anymore. I'm good. And then you know after a while that itch comes back. And he's like, oh, I gotta just murder some boys. I just gotta get that. And the clown proclivity is kind of strange to me too. Like. Uh, what do you, how do you equate he clowns? He never murdered anybody in the clown outfit, though, right? He was just fucking at neighborhood parties in the Polish society fucking thing. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, he he did he didn't pick how up anybody has he as a clown. That he never did. He tell say in all the tapes that he that he didn't dress up like a clown. Did no, he but really say he's that? like he's went in detail of thirty of them. Yeah. So like because every time you hear about him or whatever they like detail that like the they have clown, him in a clown suit killing people like or became whatever, a more yeah. of a thing when he started selling h- paintings of himself as the clown yeah. in prison and shit. That's creepy. Dude. <laughs> yeah, and people were paying like five grand for a fucking self John Wayne Gacy self portrait. Made a lot of money on the way out, That's didn't it? Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> some of them went up. I, th- I when I was doing the research for this, I, th- I want to say one of them went for twenty k. Wow. So I mean. It's it's much as that Viking turd. I can't remember one. It's not for this podcast, but I mean, I guess it could be. No, yeah, uh, it's a Viking th- turd. It's uh, thirty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> Is that what they it's paid taken for? It? From a, uh, it was taken from a sick Viking in the ninth century. This fossilized Viking oh, turd, yeah, right? It yeah, huge. it's humongous. It's like a log. It it's looks humongous. like a like a straight up like who bought it. 
some. That's a shitty deal, really. Now I guess I just might as well go into it. Here you got to pick it up now. Yeah. yeah. All right, hold on. I got to go. I mean, my, it's an old save stories. Petrified uh, Viking turd. It looks about like a, send you the picture, Ryan. You can put it on. It Facebook. looks like a ship. Yeah. It looks like a fucking ship. Like I seen it. it was like, <laughs> like you could hollow it out and make a canoe about it. It's a it big was old. like all cut out in the front. Like you know, got like <laughs> looks like a mastodon. Fucking the largest fossilized the human turd ever found belonged to a sick bike. Sick Viking in the ninth century AD has been valued at thirty nine thousand dollars. Uh, it's a. It's known as the Lloyd's Bank Copperlite. <laughs> they even named that like shit. Lloyd's of London. Yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd exactly. was the name of the Viking. How, how do you get your <laughs> eight inches? How do you get your investment back on that? You don't. Eight inches long, two inches wide. I guess you'd have to start charging the view. I don't know. Put it in a museum or yeah, put it in a traveling circus. I do I do a quarter a lick. Quarter. <laughs> <laughs> it was discovered in. You want to uh, be able to taste history? That's right. <laughs> it was discovered in York, Northwest <laughs> England, in 1972 by construction workers during a building of a Lloyd's T. SB bank, bank branch. You know, if those construction workers recognized what that was right off the bat, it would they would have never turned it over to anybody. No. Uh, <laughs> the, no. the area the bank was building was once ruled by a bunch of Norse warriors. Of course. Oh. Uh, it said it had another red letter moment in 1999 when dung scientist Dr. Andrew Jones appraised the piece in the name of insurance. This is the most exciting piece <laughs> of excrement I've ever seen, he told the Wall Street <laughs> Journal at the time. In its own way, it's irreplaceable as the crown jewel. So, like, are they doing experiments on it to, like, find out diets of the Vikings and shit or something? Um, paleo, how do you, paleoscatologists? Paleontologist? Have, no, paleoscatologist. Paleo, paleoscatologist, right? Paleoscatologist yeah. right there. Paleos. It's paleo with the word scat in oh. it. It's paleoscatologist. So it's like Motherfucker knows so it's shit. like uh, Jurassic Park when she's elbow deep and fucking knows his exactly shit. what it's <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. I love it. He knows his shit. But she was a she was oh, a paleontologist. Man. Says uh, they've been able to discern much from the girthy deposit, including that its producer the girthy deposit. <laughs> 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 its producer ate mostly meat and bread and was likely a Viking that lived in approximately the ninth century A.D. and had a gut full of parasites. Indeed, the manure <laughs> was found to be infested with whipworms and mawworms eggs, suggesting that Vikings had an upset stomach and gastro problems. So he probably ate a bunch of meat that wasn't cooked and just got a fuckload of worms inside of him. <laughs> I, don't think I, they I think he's out in the field fucking I've biting deer in half. Um, they might have been. I've felt they, like biting deer in half myself before. Could you only imagine what that was like, though? So, <laughs> and it says, today the log resides in a glass box in Jorvik, Viking Center, York, England, where in 2003 visitors dropped it, breaking it <laughs> into three pieces has been since, <laughs> since been repaired. So How'd they repair uh, that? They probably glued it back together. <laughs> I didn't. It doesn't they say how they to drop it so they could see what was on the inside. <laughs> they might have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the center is proud to call itself the Turd's final resting place, even hosting a virtual workshop in February called Poo Day, in which fans learned about the dung's significance. Oh my <laughs> God. And that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, yeah. Literally the most important piece of shit in all of existence. We'll have to put Imagine it on that the, coming out. Let's we'll put it on incredible. the Facebook page. It looks uh, kind of looks like a. What are you looking at on the fucking? Kind of looks like a graboid. <laughs> oh, I see. I seen that too, bud. So. Yeah, it's just coming across uh, like that's in in the wild for me. Like I seen it before this too. Like yeah. I don't know. I think I think the three of us just might have a little bit different. You guys now. are on a weird <laughs> fucking uh, algorithm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they're on a different TikTok. <laughs> it kind of looks yeah. like a like a graboid <laughs> from. Uh, don't you think? 
Look like a small graboid or some shit. Sure. You know, yeah. Like trimmers. Yeah, <laughs> bud. Yeah. Yeah, splatters. We just fucking watch that graboid. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they call them? The graboids. Yeah. Oh, shit. The little Asian man uh-huh. in the bar. Yeah. Walter. Named Walter named him, and then oh, they ate that's him. That's right. And then they <laughs> ate him. Yeah. Not very long after that either. I fucking love that movie. God, we watched that first for the first time with the kids. You know there are seven of them now. I I've knew there was I've a lot, but I've I know seen there's all seven. of them. They're all so good. They're like my guilty pleasure. Right next to Golden Girls. Hey, man. I watch a lot of Golden Girls. Okay. (laughs) All right. So let's get into Mr. Gacy. Born on March 17th, 1942, John Wayne Gacy, known to many as Pogo or Patches the Clown, J.W. to his... um, uh, I guess correctional officers or colonel. He was a genuine Kentucky colonel because he was a manager of a few KFCs, but I think he was a genuine Kentucky colonel just because whatever. <laughs> Chester the Molester. Um, John Wayne Gacy was responsible for the death of 33 boys between 1972 and 1978 and disposing of their corpses in his crawl space at the DePlane and the DePlane's River. Um, Stephen King has cited Gacy as an inspiration for Pennywise, and for good reason. Uh, obviously, the idea of a clown killing children is terrifying, and has struck fear into the hearts of the Midwest. And um, the story cracked into our consciousness in early um, of 1978. Um, an American serial killer and sex offender who raped, tortured, and murdered at least 33 young men and boys in Norwood Park Township near Chicago. Gacy's crawl space would be seared into the memory of DePlane police officers and Cook County Sheriff's Department investigators for their entire lives. Bodies of the young men in various stages of putrefaction, many were skeletonized due to the lie that Gacy had used to aid the decomposition. All of them were raped and murdered by the killer clown, John Wayne Gacy. Wouldn't he? Wouldn't there been a terrible smell just coming from his house? Yeah, there Dude, was. He li- his wife lived with him with his. He had a plastograph and everything. No, he didn't. Even, didn't he buried. Uh, he hired motherfuckers that he later killed and buried in there to come and fucking dig deeper into the fucking cellar and then like put lie down. That's what I'm saying. Put lie down, right? That's what I read a long time ago. He put lie down how, inside the walls. That's how he initially got caught because of the smell. Because of the smell, yeah. And they like demolished well, the thought, fucking house in the process of the I thought some investigation. Guy went missing. Like wiped it off the map. I thought some guy went missing or something. And he, it was but like, he yeah, had, it was at a drug But store. he had told people that he was going to meet Gacy or something like that. But right. then he went missing and then someone, like the cops came to investigate when they went out yeah. there. The house smelled so bad they went inside and then they started. Well, followed him for three days. Isn't that... That's right. how they played it out in the TV show that was on Netflix. Yes, anyway. yes. That's he had murdered a dude, and the, the dude had told people. He went missing from the drugstore. Uh, well, he said he was going to use, use him. He was trying to he hire him for a job or hiring something. hiring him right? for a job or he whatever. went missing, and people called him in, and then they followed Gacy for three days and like found a uh, – because one of the bodies was in the sidewalk. Uh, it was uh, leading out concrete the in, the, in the garage, yeah. Or concrete in the garage, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Imagine that. People, his neighbors probably seen him like doing the driveway. I'm like, hey, how you doing, John? I'm good. Just doing the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he was nuts, though. Like, he There's all these cracks. I didn't like it. Spend his day <laughs> driving up the from drive. job to job, hiring 17-year-old fucking misfits to build a construction empire. You know, I'm constantly <laughs> getting tires. he probably could have had a hell of a construction empire i mean what else he did like in in the 70s his his construction company was pulling 200 or two 
200k a year yeah so he was doing pretty pretty good <laughs> yeah this concrete's a real killer <laughs> <laughs> see him making puns and shit to his neighbors always covering well he was know? he was punny to the police officers when I'm he saying. was getting chased around towards yeah, the end he was, yeah, he was just wanting to get caught yeah like well I didn't do it but if I did maybe he knew he needed to get caught and that's why he was being as bold as he was you know they uh they had that those two officers that wrote the book on it had all of that shit documented for the book and like just told it minute by minute and shit it was some of the fucking sickest shit and then like and then he just has a mental breakdown goes to his lawyer's office and is like all right spills guts this is what i did Born the only son of John Staley Gacy and Marilyn Elaine Robinson. Gacy had an older and a younger sister. Um, his father was an auto repair uh, machinist and World War I veteran. Uh, his mother was a homemaker. Gacy was Polish and Danish. Danish um, and his family was Catholic. Uh, Gacy was close to his mother and two sisters, but had a difficult relationship with his father, who was an alcoholic and was verbally and physically abusive to his family. Mm-hmm. John Stanley Gacy frequently belittled his son, calling him, quote, dumb and stupid, comparing him unfavorably with his sisters. Um, one of Gacy's earliest childhood memories was of his father beating him with a leather belt at oh. age four. Sounds good. His mother tried to shield her son from the father's abuse, which resulted in accusations that he was a sissy and a mama's boy and would, quote, probably grow up queer. In 1949, Gacy's father whipped him with a razor strop after he was caught sexually fondling a little girl. Uh, the same year, a family friend and local contractor began to molest John, and, and John never told his father, <laughs> afraid that his father would blame him for it. Um, despite their challenging relationship, Gacy loved his father, but felt he was never good enough in his father's eyes. It's typical, right? Battered dog syndrome. Battered yeah. dog syndrome, for Not sure. you beat the dog, it comes back to you? <laughs> been beating mine for years and it stays around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh and also that he was catholic so different say who knows dog. what happened to preachers might have been They're doing some yeah. want to go talk to the preacher because you know my dad's been treating me shitty and the preacher probably told him you have to respect and do what your father tells you to do or the preacher was like come back here and i'll tell you disrespect <laughs> it was like the early 60s <laughs> really who do you yeah you turn to that yeah, and that's the kind of no. shit that's the kind of shit response you would and, get right and uh and who knows how many times he was hit in the head as a child when He's you're that like little your brain's not developed he could have had some sort of form of psd knocked him you know, and his dad telling him he's a sissy and this stuff I all the time. I want to say you know, that he actually did catch a, a – I want to say he caught, like, a swing or a child to the face, to a head, and caught a head injury when he was a kid. So too. that's, you know, that could be – that as a small kid, that could be – what. not saying that that's why he did what he did, but it could be part of the reason. I don't know if they've ever – they probably never gave his brain to science. It probably wasn't a thing when he died, you know what I mean? Or did they? Oh. Gacy <laughs> was an overweight <laughs> and unathletic <laughs> child um, because of heart condition. Uh, <coughs> advised by his doc to uh, avoid sports. Um, during the fourth grade, Gacy began to experience blackouts. Um, he was hospitalized because of these ep- several episodes that he's had. Um, and also in 1957 for a burst appendix. His father also cast more verbal abuse at John Wayne Gacy, calling him a liar and a sissy for complaining of abdominal pain having a burst appendix. (laughs) (laughs) Gady later estimated that between the ages of 14 and 18, he had spent almost a year in the hospital. He uh, he attributed the decline of his grades to missing school. Um, Gacy's medical condition was never conclusively diagnosed. His father suspected that he was malingering. (laughs) 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 You fucking pussy. You uh, malingering little yeah. pussy. Come over here. I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah. Right? You don't... <laughs> Let me cut your fucking finger off, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> In 
1960, at age 18, Gacy became involved in politics. <laughs> you never be your sisters. <laughs> 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 Working as an assistant precinct captain for a local Democratic Party candidate, um, this led to more criticism from his father, who called him a patsy. Uh, the same year, Gacy's father bought him a car. He kept the vehicle's title in his name until Gacy paid for it, which took several years. Um, his father would confiscate the keys if Gacy didn't do as he said, uh, you know, kind of as a, <laughs> you know, it's a punishment thing, right? I'd surprise he even bought him a car. He's That's so shitty to in general. That's kind of why I thought, too. Uh, <laughs> just like, walk everywhere you deserve it, you little uh, fat shit. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you wouldn't, you hey, walk Johnny, somewhere. You want a hot dog? Hell yeah, definitely. <laughs> if you <laughs> fucking walked around the block, you wouldn't be fucking caught with this little girl. In the <laughs> Being that diddle in the fiddle. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Mark. It's 62. Gacy purchase wised up and purchased an extra set of keys. Uh, in response, his father removed the distributor cap from the car, keeping the component for three days. Um, hours I'd after. I made a new one. <laughs> hours I'd after. made a new one. After his father replaced the distributor cap, Gacy left home and drove to Vegas. Um, with a, with all the money that he had at that point to his name, $136, um, drove to Las Vegas, hoped to leave to live with a cousin. So <coughs> driving from Illinois to Las Vegas with $136 by himself, um, finally arrived in Vegas, l- lost his last $20 in the casino, went back to his car, passed out in the heat, and someone called an ambulance, took him to the ER. <laughs> he got out of the ER, now in debt because he can't pay. Well, the hospital ended up, like, I guess he talked with the, the doctor before he left, and they, like, waived the charge or something. But he went back to the the ambulance company and tried to negotiate, like, hey, can I wash your ambulances or whatever? <laughs> and then the EMS chief's like, hey, why don't you just drive for us? So he started to drive for the company, and um, he drove with them for a few months, and then went on to be a um, to work as a mortician assistant. This dude had a lot of traumas. Like he's been, yeah, he's basically had a heat stroke, and that in itself probably fried his brain a little bit. You <laughs> know what that, I mean? Yeah, it's that smell of death, man, it doesn't bother him. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It just seems to me like he had a lot of like, like, like. You know, a mental and physical abuse from his dad. So he probably had, like I said, he probably got smacked around quite a bit. So he probably had a lot of head trauma as a small child. And then you basically have a heat stroke. That also fucks with the chemicals in your brain. Like, yeah, you're frying brain cells that are. I'm surprised it wasn't like an egg in there, man. Not alone like head trauma, just physical, but like mental head trauma is probably. Sure. And that's what I mean. Like the chemicals in his brain had probably had him like all kinds of tweaked out. Like, I don't. I'm surprised he wasn't like a vegetable, to be honest. Just, well, you know what happened is he turned into a fucking cereal murderer. Obviously, the what is the you were talking about the Simpsons earlier, the evil Bart doll, it was evil, neutral, and good, or whatever. And if someone flipped it to evil, <laughs> like that's what happened. Doll like evil. His brain like got switched to like the oh, yeah. fried it to the point where all he could think was evil deeds. The perfect storm, the perfect environment to raise it. <sighs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, really. So, uh, he worked as a mortuary tenant for three months. Observing morticians embalming the bodies and occasionally serving as pallbearer, um, he slept on a cot in the back. Because Getting he real close have, to the family and shit. He got real close. Well, <laughs> he slept on the cot in the embalming room and confessed that one evening later on, um, he climbed into a coffin of a teenage male, embracing and caressing him before experiencing a sense of shock. This experience prompted Gacy to return home. So... 
obviously it was enough of a euphoric shock that he was like, man, I got to try this with live ones. Right. Well, they and make them this way. <laughs> yeah. This he, is this he, is what I want. He like I like this. Uh, well, I, I like mean, this. obviously, when he got in there, he felt some sort of, of power. Woo. You know what I mean? It well, gave him some form of power. He, he being just next throw him around like a rag doll, huh? Just <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's, my, it's mine to do whatever I but want. Yeah, he like, he like, it's he a life-size play toy. He didn't like him alive. No, not well, at all. He yeah, but he tortured him dead. before he killed him. So he no, well, he was totally a power. He's a power killer. Yeah. He loves. Well, said, there, there he likes the control of what was happening right up to the point. He'd get people right at the point of dying, and then let them come back, and then do it again until yeah. they died. Right. So yep. he was. Uh, he was one of those. Just uh, like you said, he was God. And the fifteen twenty minutes he was killing people, he was God for whatever. You know what I mean? He said, "You when you get to live and when you get to die." No, I don't know what you mean, Clint. Do you know what John Wayne Gacy means? Uh, yeah, I do because he <laughs> would choke, think about it. He would choke someone to the unconsciousness to you're going to die and then let you come back. So he gets to play God with yeah, you. Yeah, no, he I decides get when it. You die but and live. I never doesn't God decide when you live and die? <laughs> I get, get it. it. Yeah, I get it. Well, you just said you didn't. No, I get it. I just never have like experienced it like you. No, like no, you no, feel no. like you have. No, I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying like that's. No, you don't get it, Dick. Like when you just got your hands no, around I'm the motherfucker's to neck. Explain it to you. And and then you get it, but you're you're gonna look over here in a minute, and Dick's, Dick's gonna have your goldfish out of water over Bob here. Just it. Got Bob got me beaten off talking to me like that. <laughs> so after Gacy jumped into this coffin with his boy, he returned home because it just freaked him out so much. He just some, it prompted him to do something, and he changed, and he changed and moved, went home. Um, shortly thereafter, he enrolled at Northwestern's Business College. Despite having failed to complete high school even, um, he graduated in 1963 and took a management trainee position with the Nunbush Shoe Company in 1964. This company transferred, transferred him to Springfield, Illinois, to work as a salesman. Uh, he eventually promoted him to department manager. In March of that year, he became engaged to his first wife, Marilyn Myers, who was a co-worker. During their courtship, Gacy joined the local JCs. Um, that year, he had his second homosexual experience. Okay, now, do you would that you normal? count that that first experience, uh, <laughs> his first homosexual experience, <laughs> or what would you count Ooh. that? They're count. That's what. Like necrophilia type that's, shit. That's what that is. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, but, that's yeah, what that is. The thing is, yeah. he didn't do anything with the body like that, though. Right. right. He just laid with it. He for just a got a bit. boner. Oh, the owner they're, got they're, right. that's, they're, they're yeah. talking about his he, dad's friend that molested him. When he. I'm talking about earlier when he climbed into well, the castle. Well, that's what I'm though. saying. Are they, never, it's either rape or necrophilia that they're equalizing to homosexual. Right. Experience. Right, right. The, I, they, they, the, the research that. I'm putting in here. They had said that this was his second homosexual experience. His first one being the one. Well, or I right. don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe he is talking about being. By my account, that's three. Molested. Maybe that's three. <laughs> yeah. It also. That's a good point. Also, when you're little and you touch a girl and your dad beats the shit out of you, pretty sure that's going to turn you into a homosexual. I mean, it definitely puts maybe, the maybe because it would scare you, I guess, away from touching women again because you think well, that someone's obviously it gives thing. you a kink. <laughs> it twists oh. something <laughs> up in there, man. That's for goddamn sure. It ain't kinky. It gives you one though, huh? Maybe fucking yeah, that shit's weird. But I he locked know. in a specific way for a reason, especially if it's the fucking razor sharpener strap that you that thing would hurt like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. Uh, According to Gacy, a colleague in the JC supplied him with drinks and invited him to spend an evening on his sofa. This is a member of the JCs that he's a friend with. Um, 
Uh, the colleague then performed oral sex on him while he was drunk. Um, by 1965, Gacy had ridden, risen to the position of vice president in the Springfield JCs and was named the third most outstanding JC in Illinois. Wow. And I want to f- point out there's uh-huh. only a few very famous JCs, a couple of which, one of them is Nixon. I think the other one is um, Humphrey. Hubert Humphrey, yeah. and then John Wayne Gacy. So like, <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. It's yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty short list. Maybe that's why you don't see a lot of their previews on TV. <laughs> you don't see JCs. There was a group around here. Yeah, so yeah. I'm saying though, there's not like a big group. Like you don't see like so like there's a lot of firms and you know companies that have commercials out there. If you know that they're out there, so are you saying the JCs don't market? I don't. That why? Now if they got their biggest names, fucking John Wayne Gacy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why would you market JCs and G- Gacy? I mean, it kind of. That's right. What he was Gacy? thinking. Ryan said my name. We got these Gacy <laughs> JCs. J Dub JC. Which is funny, and I I talked with it. I I mentioned this before the show. But like, I've got some similarities with Gacy. I was a vice president of the JCs here in town <laughs> for a little bit, so I could share that with him. Which so is Ryan's whatever. Fourth most famous on the list. You work, <laughs> on, you work on an ambulance. I work also work in an ambulance service. <laughs> um, they, they let you do more than drive, though. Right? I al- well, I do more than drive. He yeah. saves, he saves drive. people, motherfucker. I do. I also have a shitty mustache. <laughs> I have that. I got a greaseball hair st- hairstyle. Um, uh, basically, a you know fat midwestern man <laughs> from in his thirties. <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know. there's a few there's a few differences between me and John. I hope so. I, yeah, I hope you're not. Like <laughs> I hope there's some good ones. You don't own you a do. pair of handcuffs, right? Oh, no, he probably does, but he's not going to tell I'm you that. Just going to make sure before I go to Ryan's <laughs> house, I'm going to write down a piece of paper that They're I went fuzzy, to Ryan's yeah. house, and I'm also going to keep a weapon and I'm going to take someone with me at all times. Out of all of us, Ryan's got property where don't nobody go around it a lot. <laughs> That's why I said I'm always going to write down on a piece of paper. But after I, uh, like at my house, I'm going to write on a piece of paper. I went to Ryan's at 10, 10 o'clock a.m. <laughs> on this day. If I disappear, yeah, people make know. a log Last from place he went was Ryan. So he's it's, just, it's just a butterfly yard out there, but there ain't nothing else that happens. Right? <laughs> right. It's fine. It's right. fine. It's fine. So Gacy and Myers married in September 64. Marilyn's father subsequently purchased three Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurants in Waterloo, Iowa. So his father-in-law gifted him these these restaurants to manage, um, and with the understanding that they would move into Marilyn's parents' former home. Um, Gacy would receive about fifteen thousand dollars in salary per year, the equivalent of about one hundred forty-four thousand dollars in twenty twenty-three money, um, plus a share of the restaurant's profits. Obviously, you really make that much run in the KFC? Fuck, man! Back in the day. Oh. I don't know about now. <laughs> make it now. Can I'd you say, make? I'll give it a try. I'll cook <laughs> some chicken. The dollar's been devalued a little bit since then. <laughs> so I can make Casey, a famous bowl. Yeah. What do you do? Like you just throw <laughs> all this sh- everything that we make, throw it into a bowl, and we'll put gravy on top of it <laughs> and cheese. That's <laughs> no anybody could run KFC. <laughs> you gotta like well, Brian Chicken. Didn't you guys have a bad experience? Never mind. I don't want to go to K- I don't like going out to there was the, now. There, there was might have been the a John Wayne Gacy working the up best, in that KFC. The best part, one of night. the ones in Springfield, if you went to the uh, drive-up and ordered an extra biscuit, they would hand you a dime back out the window. Nice. <laughs> no, you had to pay. I mean, it was 20 bucks. This extra th- biscuit? That kind of seems like a pretty innocuous, like, a lot of people's asked for extra biscuits. Oh, they like got, just they tossing got, dime got, bags out of people for nothing. No, that Barton went. Well, no, you, no you, you first cut them up, and they're like, how can I help you? And they'd be like, oh, I'm just here for the extra there. biscuit. Oh, yeah, yeah well. That sure. one in Bartonville, they probably toss you out extra math. 
The fucking sun was hey. flashing and show. We should have never went there. Hey, we, we pulled the in shoe. there, I and as soon as we go in there, I hear, Clint Colvis, how you doing? I haven't seen you in forever. I'm like, People what the shit. fuck is going on Somebody's here? Somebody's older sister that we went to school with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But she was the only one there, and like she's probably been there for the last 15 nah, days there, there by herself. Was, like geeked out walking in the room. Yeah. back one other guy. Yeah. And I went up and, and she ordered. She was like, hey, don't order the chicken breast. You don't want that. When I ordered something, <laughs> out, I ordered yeah. something else, and she's like, nah, you don't want that either. And I was like, I guess just some chicken strips. Motherfucker, can like, I get yeah. some chicken at all? And I was like, like, I guess just some chicken strip boxing. She's like, yeah, that's fine. That's what you want. And I was like, okay. And then she didn't even give me a fucking like, biscuit. She gave me fucking coleslaw. She was like, I got I got two biscuits <laughs> left. And it didn't give me a goddamn biscuit at all. Gave me coleslaw. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that Didn't give him no extra biscuit either. Damn. I don't think she blinked one time. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and she it did. Took, it was just real it, fast, bud. It was <laughs> so fast I couldn't see. Yeah, that. And it I, took I've like forty-five minutes to get the food. <laughs> and, and the floor, we could kind of skate across. I was just ready to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I do think it's funny that they consider KFC fast food. It's chicken that takes 20 minutes to fucking cook. <laughs> we should have went to the gas station. White meat takes 13 minutes. Damn it. Whatever. <laughs> we should have just went to the gas station. We're going to let it sit there for a minute. Oh, yeah. Or two. We weren't safe. That's your shot. Anyway. So, crap. no, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's totally cool. Like, I want to work into. Should have just went to Pop. Should have just went to Popeyes. But basically, yeah. since John Wayne Gacy stopped being a manager at KFC, the shit went downhill. <laughs> and they didn't. And I, I, knew, I knew he'd work it in. He didn't ask Clint if he wanted his receipt. <laughs> See? Yeah, I always want my phone receipt. Hot takes. Ever since John Wayne Gacy <laughs> separated he from the KFC the organization, KFC has just gone downhill. He could be the picture yeah, of the colonel right now had he stuck around. It ain't young Son fresh. It bitch. ain't no young fresh meat no more, bud. No, it ain't. Out of there. No, it's Wouldn't be love that well, chicken so that's Popeyes. what people don't know, though. Like, I mean, he went to prison for the sodomy thing, but like... Hey, back then we haven't got there What yet. other kind of weird shit was he doing at KFC, dog? You don't Probably know, man. He could have been in the back licking well, his nose. Well, we're going to talk right now. So, like, he, w- with all of this, uh, you know, disposable income that he had for, for being a... I guess uh, yeah, like working company, as a manager, like company Gen- cards or a company, um, not company cards, but like a company account or whatever. Sure, that like he was just he had a lot of money to play with, right? So he opened up a club in his basement where he would invite his employees over and have parties. Obviously, Show he the trick. would invite. Um, he has been a weird ass, fuck, a big ass like basement, yo, like. It's where they hosted the first Fight Club, but we don't talk about Fight Club. Gacy he would employ did. both oh. both male and female teenagers, there, but he would only socialize with the boys, right? Uh, of course. Gacy gave many of them alcohol before he would make sexual advances, and if they rebuffed him, he would be like, oh, we're just joking, right? Hey, you want to? Yeah, hey, just hey, hey, just fuck around with uh, you, fuck you it, fucking guy. That's so funny. Guy. I jerk you for it. Uh, <laughs> you fucking guy. Oh, hey, hey won't you pull <laughs> your dick out? Hey. <laughs> nah, just kidding. You <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> right? No. Now you gay if you don't touch your heads. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he would claim his advances were jokes or tests of morals. I'm just trying to test to see where you're at here. Are you where you're at on the, the fence, pal? So Gacy's wife then gave birth to a son in February of 66 and then a daughter in March of 67. Gacy later described this period of his life as perfect. He had finally earned his father's approval. When Gacy's parents visited in July of 66, his father father privately apologized for the abuse he had inflicted before happily saying, son, I was wrong about you. And he shook Gacy's hand. 
So John got his little, you know, whatever. Yeah. That was probably the most <laughs> chilling moment in that dude's life. <laughs> <laughs> probably sent him on a fucking weirdo I'm race. surprised he didn't murder <laughs> his own dad. Sounds like, I mean, as, you know, as bad as he was, I'm surprised he didn't invite his dad over and be like, hey, I need you to help me fix this wall. Can't Very kill, You're not supposed to kill people you know. You get caught. I don't know, man. Sounds like the dude was pretty horrible. <laughs> so Imagine that. The, the yeah, beaten I've, dog I've, finally gets over on his master and shit. He probably just loved the shit out of that. I've always picked people I didn't I probably That probably made him so happy <laughs> that he went and killed somebody after that. <laughs> but she's like, oh, my dad loves me. I'm going to go kill somebody. That, 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 now, that's now part of his problem. Most of the people he killed, really. they knew him <laughs> in some way. Yeah. So managing these restaurants in Waterloo, Iowa, Gacy joined the JC's ch- chapter in Waterloo. Wow. Um, he would offer extended hours to the organization in addition to 12 and 14 hour days. He worked managing the restaurants. He would also go to these meetings. Um, he often provided fried chicken to these meetings insisted mm. on <laughs> and oh. insisted on being called Colonel. Finger looking good. See, he'd have been the Colonel. Hey, by now. the so Colonel's here. Colonel. Oh, I got your chicken. He and other JCs were also <laughs> deeply involved in drug abuse, pornography, prostitution, and wife swapping. That's just dick looking good. Although Gacy was considered Party ambitious JCs. and a braggart, the other JCs held him in high regard for his fundraising work. In, six, in 67, he was named, quote, outstanding vice president of Waterloo JCs. He was really greasing the union, you know what I'm saying? And served as the board of the directors. So in 67, Gacy, this is where John actually first, first gets into real big trouble. Ow. So he sexually assaults 15-year-old Donald Voorhees Jr., son of Donald Edwin Voorhees Sr., a local politician and fellow J.C. It's lucky his brother Jason Jason didn't come out. No shit, right? (laughs) Escalation. Gacy lured Voorhees into his house with the promise of showing him a heterosexual stag film, um, the type that they would play at these J.C. events. Gacy supplied Voorhees with alcohol, allowing him to watch these stag movies, then persuaded uh, him to engage in mutual oral sex, adding... You have to have sex with a man before you can start having sex with women. <laughs> so, uh, over the following uh, months, isn't that just, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, isn't that fun? You just did a little backwards, didn't you, Dick? <laughs> <laughs> My kid's sitting back there, her whole head just uh, fucking turned upside down. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Gacy similarly abused several other youths, including one who he encouraged to have sex with his wife before blackmailing him into performing oral sex on him. Gacy also tricked several teen, several teenagers into believing he was a commissioned he was commissioned to conduct to <coughs> conduct homosexual experiments for scientific research, and paid them up to fifty dollars a piece. See here if you get two strokes. Fuck y'all be doing with these JCs things, man. <laughs> <laughs> like what is actually supposed to be going on? Actually, JC stands for Junior Chamber. Chamber meaning like chamber, like the you know like. Havana Chamber of Commerce right, or whatever. Right. It's just, it's literally just it's a, bunch of a junior, it's a bunch of farting around. Really it is. Except they, they decide that we're going we're gonna to organize and then talk like an organization and then we'll try and do something and raise some money and then do something with the money. It's just a, it's just that. Um, but there's really, uh, in the 70s, it's 60s, I mean, it was a fucking... You got to see the one that I just got house. in from the West Coast. <laughs> You gotta see this snuff film we just got in from the this chick's tassels on the titties going both directions at the same time. <laughs> then her fucking head explodes. It's great. <laughs> you know, it's just this great stag movie I got. I don't understand <laughs> it, man. Stag movie. Oh man. 
See, this is why social media is a good thing nowadays. I mean, got rid of these fucking that's serial one thing, killers, yeah. psychopaths. We don't have to go to each other's house to watch porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, like, no one has these. Like, you don't like no one be having these weird underground parties like this. Someone would pull that up on their cell phone, be like, "This is what they're really doing." This is yeah. event, and then fucking they shut that shit down real quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, there you go. You just gotta be on the end, bud, to be able to get in there. Yeah, then you don't get the. Get on the end to get to the parties where you have to put the phone in the basket before really, you go. Yeah. I ain't about joining secret societies and yeah. shit. Yeah. Phone in the basket, then you gotta lick the fuzzy wall and you can get right in there. Nah. In March of 68, <laughs> Voorhees finally told his father that Gacy had sexually assaulted him. Voorhees, Voorhees Sr. immediately informed the police who arrested Gacy and charged him with performing oral sodomy on, Vo- on Voorhees and an attempted assault of a 16-year-old, Edward Lynch. Gacy denied the charges and demanded to take a polygraph test. These results of the test were indicative of deception. (laughs) Gacy publicly denied any wrongdoing and insisted the charges were politically motivated. Uh, The ranch house in Norwood Park Township, Illinois, part of Metro Chicago. This is like... I looked at it. It's like northwest of sh- like downtown Chicago. It's right. like one of the first suburbs outside of downtown. It looks like he lived there until his arrest in December of 1970. Uh, according to Gacy, he committed all of his murders here at this home. He goes on and talks about how he, he like was out of town a lot. He could all the ones he wants to admit about. He doesn't strike me as a type to not brag about every murder he did, though. That's true. That's also true. Well, so much in that. Three bodies that don't the, match the fucking braggadocious the, shit. So he obviously has, like, held some shit back. Maybe. But the way that... You only admit to what you find, man. The way right. that uh, Ryan's talked about him and all the brass shit he tried to do yeah, to it's get like people an escalation. To, to like him and everything, I think once he got caught, I don't see... And he knew he was getting... I mean, once he got to a certain point where he knew he was getting the death sentence, I, I don't... I don't, I don't think, think he, he, got, he didn't get the death sentence. I thought okay. they yeah, did. Did he, he gave him the electric hey. chair or some shit? Didn't did they? No, they lethal, yeah, lethal, lethal injection. injection. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Really. Uh, so to me, it didn't strike me as a type of what? What does he have left to hide if he's if he knows he's got a death sentence? And he was selling pictures of himself and being real loud and shit. I almost bet he told every fucking. Th- he didn't though. There's three more bodies that well, don't fucking match shit. And he has never talked about him. Well, he's dead now. I can't talk about him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He didn't say everything. And like uh, Ted Bundy, you know, that dude definitely fucking had some kills that that he he didn't talk about. I don't think at the end he knew everything. Like, I think he had lied about it and fucking deceived and manipulated so much at the fucking point that, like, he didn't even fucking know. Maybe. I don't know. About these other three motherfuckers. I I I thought I only killed one motherfucker that weekend. I think when you do that. I don't know. I know. I was was moving (laughs) tractors around. Like, he spent his days, like moving fucking equipment from one job site to the next or whatever while I these little boys work for him. I bet he remembered every single one. Well, you I, there's I, a there's a big quote. There's a quote that's a, attributed to Ted Bundy actually. It's like first, you know, the first time you kill somebody like it's 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 crazy, it's exciting, whatever. And then like the 30th time you forget where you would left the the hammer. Like you forgot where, you know, yeah. like it's not a big deal because it's so Blase anymore. Well, to a point, he got he killed so many kids he forgot three their three other names. I guess I don't know. I mean, he didn't remember the names, but I, I guarantee you remembered every single person that he killed. I'm just saying, like it's like sex to him. So like you remember every chick you banged. Like yeah, every about every yeah. ten years, you're like oh yeah, no, <laughs> oh okay, <Yeah. laughs> fuck me. Maybe I'm more, <laughs> more like Gacy then. then. 
<laughs> I know I know Chunky knows that feeling. Fuck you. Shut up. <laughs> you guys yeah. out there banging rats or what? Whale. 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 No, uh Whale. I, I almost yeah. guarantee he he's he <laughs> if he didn't remember the ones he didn't remember, he was probably drunk out of his mind and did it and woke up the next day yeah. like, Oh fuck, I, I killed yeah. somebody. To be I but think, I think he lied about it so much that he forgets the truth and like lives the lie and like yeah. maybe I don't even know, he know had, what reality is. He had the cameras on him and everything. Yeah. I don't think he had a reason to lie and I think he wanted people to like him as much as he could. I think I he I don't think he like li- I mean he might have <laughs> accentuated things when he told his stories a little bit, but I don't think he lied. I think I know, he, I know a few compulsive liars. I think he hundred percent every person he talked about was just well, someone that you there, know what I mean? there was uh there was a club. quote that he had where he said uh-huh. that there was mornings where club. he woke up when there was a kid, a, a boy tied up uh on his on his, you know, you know, guest room floor. And he just like, Whoa, oh, oh fuck. Now I gotta deal with this shit. Now, <laughs> now I gotta kill him. He'd go out and get wasted and probably he was already dead. Snatch somebody oh. off the street and kill him and not remember it because he right. was drunk as fuck. Just blackout wasted. Well just now just I gotta spend all day Sunday fucking digging a hole in the fucking cross. I was gonna go fucking watch the bears at yeah. the fucking bar, but now Guess I, I can't s- go to Soldier Field. Son of a bitch. It'd be about yeah. as exciting just to bury the Gonna get a bucket of KFC and the shovel out. <laughs> then watching the bears. And we're gonna watch the bears. Maybe I can catch a, the last quarter if I get it done quick enough. <laughs> so sucks. he was arrested Fuck. in '78. Fuck. He committed all of his murders um, from this point up to 1978 in this house. Um, he was active in the community, like he was basically any place he moves and be, and he goes to, he just. He just reaches out and starts to be good in the community. Is right? this, ho- this house still standing? This house has been demolished. Dude, he got pictures. And he got in that time period. He got pictures with fucking Rosalind Carter. Yeah, we're gonna. That's yep. <laughs> wearing the Secret Service okay so, pin. To yeah. answer that question, the house has been demolished. It was a vacant lot for some years. Someone bought it and actually put a house on it. Not too long so ago. It looks like a pretty new house. Kind of like the apartment building that Dahmer lived in. They fucking destroyed it afterwards. Dude, every time a serial killer is there, <laughs> they destroyed it. The, you don't, you can't find the shit because they destroy it and don't want to talk about they it. They destroyed it and put all the people out and never gave them any money or whatever. And right. just like, sorry, fuck you guys. Get the fuck out. There's lots of heads in refrigerators here. Got to get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fucked up. They're like, hey, guys, by, by the way, you got to move out. Sorry. I mean, there's... Goddamn, can you imagine the smell of that blue. fucking place? If you're oh, planning yeah. on being a serial killer, don't hide the bodies near somewhere you value because it will be scorched from the earth. <laughs> I feel bad for boys, old, girl, old boys <laughs> next door neighbor who kept calling the police for months and months and months and fucking they was just like, eh, you'll be all right. Huh? Yeah, don't worry about it. Dalmers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The lady lived next door to him called and <laughs> called and called and I'm like, eh, it'll be fine. You they know, didn't want to mess with it. You're over-exaggerating. Well, and it was like some gay stuff going on. They didn't want to mess with the gay... I don't know. What's at going on over there? Doing their time. Things. I don't know. At that time in the country, the Holy gay thing. Winners, if you want to, but I got to do right. Work on the it. gay yeah. thing, uh, AIDS, and um, unfortunately, black people. <laughs> yeah. Cops did not give a. F- I mean, they still nope. really kind of don't. Right. But they really didn't give a fuck back then. No. Nope. You know. And so if a call like that came across, Chucky, it's like, in front of you. Get fuck it. Em. Fuck them. Fuck them. It's injured, dude. And Gacy's case. People loved him so much. They're like, he would never. Uh, right. Like he's that. not even on the radar fuck for you, that. He, fuck, he just right. brought us all buckets of he chicken to the Bulls game. Why the fuck would he <laughs> murder somebody later? <laughs> it makes this no a, sense. This is the 70s. The Bulls sucked in, too. I mean, so they, okay. they, they still went and watched them. Maybe. It's the Bulls. <laughs> oh, I've never even got into that conversation. Yeah, fuck Bulls. The so fuck were the Blackhawks doing in the 70s? Sucking as well. Right. 
So Same Gacy, as the Cubbies and the motherfucking White Sox. Gacy moves to town, starts being helpful towards his neighbors. Um, he willingly loaned out his construction tools to people, plowed snow from the neighborhood walks yeah. free of charge. Grand shit. You know, until Michael Jordan, Illinois sports were just fucking trash. <laughs> and since. And since. He just blew through town. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you had the 85 Bears? Which it's none of us at this table were even born yet. I was. Yeah. Didn't no. Michael get drafted in '86? No. Okay, Bulls? never mind. Yeah, Dick but '85, '85, '85. It started in '85, ended the season in '86. In between, oh, you got wow. Michael Jordan to uplift wow. the city to help the Bears I was win six, that seven, Super Bowl. Eight, that's old. From that flies right under. From 1974 to 1978, Casey would host themed annual block parties, and these events were attended by 400 people. He's the one who started the Chicago block. Remember Dave Chappelle's block party? Block (laughs) parties. Fucking Gacy. Gacy's uh, an OG block party. Showing producer. up as a clown and shit. I got an aunt that lives out by Midway, and they have uh, it's a big Polish neighborhood, and they also, have big uh, block parties. They still. have block parties still. Oh yeah, don't Man, mind the violence I, in the background. It's just the puppy. Some of those block parties would be fun as fuck. Oh, they are. Fuck yeah. yeah. Bunches mm-hmm. of food, bunches of booze. Yeah, my aunt lives like a block off of Midway, and it's just a fucking like twelve block fucking party, just getting people getting down. Twelve blocks of sausage. And yeah. <laughs> and beer. Sausage. And Polish and sausage. sausage and old style, bud. That's crazy. <laughs> old style like a motherfucker. Got that old Some style ba down. Some alert. Yeah. <laughs> Old style the cubbies. Mm. You got Brent drooling. Nah, them, yeah. them, was, hey, but them Sox fans on that side, bud. Oh. I don't know. Fuck, I fit yeah, in. South side. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Uh, August of 71, shortly after Gacy moves in, um, he becomes engaged to a woman, Carol Hoff, whom he had briefly dated in high school. She was damaged, though, at this point. Mike. Damaged. I, right? He she was, was fucking damaged. She was like her ex-husband and like her kids and shit. Like he beat the fuck out of her and was like. She a, was an easy get. She was a damaged individual just looking for anybody. Just like him. And he was like, hey, I can manipulate that. I can take care of you. <laughs> yeah, fresh off That'd of the prison. I just need you to go run this fucking uh, jackhammer to the fucking 313 fucking West Street real quick. Cause don't I got to li- go do this over here. What's I just got out of prison dildo? for sodomy. It's no big deal. Yeah, don't mind the 12-inch dildo on don't the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet that shit didn't even come in. Pro- don't even worry about she it. She lived in the fucking house. Yeah. That stink of death. Yeah, yeah but if she, was, if she was that, um, is this the same wife that he was letting people have sex with? Yeah, no, no, he never saw no, her. No, 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 no. That was the previous wife? Or that's this wife? Yeah, you said that's that the he previous had, one. You said that he had previous. some boy come that's over the and one have sex with his he wife. He never seen her and the kids anymore. Okay, that's so right. This is the new wife. wife. I was going to say, yeah. if, that's, if it's that wife, then that's why she was living in the yeah. house with dead bodies. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. So. But it sounds like this chick needed he someone. He had money. Well, he listen. had money, raise her kids. Yeah, she probably was good to her kids like nobody else was ever before, and that's a lot of times that's all you need. You got two young daughters, you're on your own, you... 70s, this too. This guy, I Shut dated, your mouth, make my sandwich. Right? I dated this guy Fucking in high bologna school. Fucking bologna and cheese. He's, he doesn't have anybody to live with. Man, I mean, we're fresh. It sounds like it just... Uh, it's it's meant to be. I mean, he's good to me. He's good to the kids. He does have that private time in the garage and shit. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, basement, not the garage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. At that time, it, when she they were first together, it was the garage. Like, oh yeah, have Still, young boys so over to the garage. So it was yeah, I guarantee it was a. So you don't ever go in the motherfucking garage. That was exactly. the first that's time. That's my that, spot. That's right. my spot. You stay in the house. They he you cook my dinner. He concreted a body <laughs> on the fucking floor. All I can think of now is just Back to the Future Two, Biff. When he goes back to the parallel universe, 
Who's going to pay for your booze, Lorraine, and your kids? And I'm going <laughs> to cut off their credit cards, and I'm going to fucking kill them. <laughs> <laughs> it might oh, been, no, it best that, right. We're going to stay. It might have been that, but in a real nice way. Carol and, and John married together on July 1st, 1972. By, July, by 1975, Gacy tells his wife that he's bisexual. And on Mother's Day 1975, he informs her that he is no longer going to have sex with her. He says this will be the last time that we'll ever have sex. <laughs> this is going to be the last this time. This will be the last time we ever have sex. And they never <laughs> had sex again. We, and she just lives in the house. Again. They become divorced later on. She becomes just this live-in that lives with him. Imagine that. Till the rain, we will never have sex again. <laughs> but you're staying here with the kids. It's fucking rabbit. You want to hide, though? <laughs> he began spo- sp- spending most evenings away from home, only to return in the early mornings with the excuse that he had been working late or Vince conducting McMahon business meetings. Dog. Vince McMahon doing <laughs> fucking business meetings at <laughs> 2 a.m. Workouts at 3 a.m. <laughs> That's fucked up. Send a videos to Pat McAfee. How the fuck do I compete with this? <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know it was, uh, I-, I love you and the kids, but I'm gay, but I, you, so you guys can just stay here in the I'm house because he probably needed a Patsy. You know, he, that, yeah. well, it's that John, he's a nice guy. He's married. Why would he ever rape me? So, men? like, that's the thing. As he's doing all these good things and organizing him, and everybody's like, hey, John's a hell of a guy. Like, everybody around knew there was... He's a little off, though. Well, look, Carol observes Yeah, but when a motherfucker's bringing you money and free chicken and fucking inviting you to parties left and right. I like free chicken and money. Yeah, I mean... Look at the old boy that ran <laughs> Studio... He's a little off, but he's a good guy. Look well. at the dude that ran Studio 54. <laughs> I do weird shit for chicken and money, bud. He'll <laughs> 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 even spread chicken. his butt cheeks and everything. See? I, I would have ended up in that fucking uh, uh, crawl space. Imagine... Man, no <laughs> shit, right? I was thinking the same thing. No, I would have yeah. totally ended up in this imagine motherfucker's Oldsmobile <laughs> and then yeah. underneath... Listen, this is crawl space. After uh, the tornado, when I worked for fucking Al Shane by an ABC construction up in fucking Sunnyland, dude, like, why you give a shout out? Well, because it doesn't <laughs> exist anymore, and I don't really give a fuck about what none of them got to say about it, but we was all kind of Gacy's boys. Like, if I would have turned out to be a fucking serial killer, we would have had a problem. Oh, you guys would have disappeared one yeah. by one? Hired a bunch of 18-year-old kids to fucking do cash under the table fucking roofing and shit. Well, so Every day you'd have been replaced by a Mexican? I'm just saying we didn't we like we always kept a side eye like maybe I mm. might be John Wayne Gacy dog. I doubt it. Or Gacy. He John, you wouldn't have been John track. Wayne Gacy. You would have been Gacy'd. There's a yeah. difference. Gacy'd. <laughs> <laughs> you would just wouldn't be on the podcast. You wouldn't have been, been, been on the receiving serial killer. All I'm saying is I wasn't about to see if Al wanted to show me the trick. He wouldn't show me the trick. No, you would. <laughs> if anybody would have known, if anybody <laughs> would have known where Dick was, I'd been like, "Oh, where's my shit pipe, buddy?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you uh, weren't. You were I was living at a shop above his shop. You weren't eighteen, though. No, no, I wasn't. I mean, I, I bet they would. I was twenty-five. You wouldn't, he probably wouldn't even have touched you. Fuck, I think That's I was why he's like, gonna say. Took <laughs> shit right. I bet <laughs> so he would like, have been like, this I think I was like, mm-hmm. I think I was like twenty-eight to twenty-nine. No, nah, he'd have been like, now fuck this bum. Yeah, you <laughs> hanging out with this bum all night. He'd like, look at you and be like, you're tortured enough, and be like, nah, <laughs> yeah, <gonna> kill this <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. I'm just gonna let hey, him be miserable. Not, underneath not my all shit, of John Wayne Gacy's kids died. Is all I'm saying. No, they didn't. No, a lot of them didn't say anything. Just got raped. Yeah, a lot of them just didn't say anything to nobody. Hundreds and hundreds. Well, the same thing with. Uh, fucking Dahmer though he raped a bunch yeah. of people didn't kill him as well yeah. though yeah. yeah yeah escalation bro. how do you decide which one you're gonna kill uh, you probably drunk. I think you get out of hand you're probably just drunk and tr- someone you have like a bad being night. choked you drink too many old styles and fucking told the boy to get on the ground hey. and bark like a dog well and then the you have these experiences like John Wayne Gacy has when he kills when he kills somebody and just has this fucking huge fucking orgasm probably. and it just we're reaching. He he can't come. He can't fucking bust a nut unless he's killing a fucking or, and raping a boy <laughs> wow. anymore. So like, 
And a dude's, that, and at and a some dude's, point, that's all you have. That's all you've got. And a dude squealing like a pig probably was all it took. It's all it took. Probably reminded him when he was a kid. So like at night, he just like cruised the fucking Broadway and shit. Well, here, late at night, his wife would observe him bring home teenage boys into the garage in the early hours, and he would find gay pornography and men's wallets and IDs in their house. Uh, she confronted Gacy about these items. He informed her that. Um, it was none of your business. Yeah, I told you guys he was fucking bite. So I'm saying, keep so like most serial killers keep a fucking token or whatever when they kill, and he kept fucking motherfuckers' IDs. In October '75, yeah. after so then I guarantee he knows every single motherfucker that he killed. Like I said earlier, he didn't so forget. They divorce in October of '75. He agrees, although by mutual consent, to live at the Westdale West Summerdale house until February of '76. Uh, March 2nd, the Gacy's divorce decreed on the false ground of Gacy's infidelity with women was finalized. So that's that was the pretense for the divorce. He's in he's in, you know, he's been he has not been faithful with me with women. That's the that's the official. So whatever. Um, (laughs) Damn homewrecker. So. Moving on, let's talk about his his construction business, PDM Contractors. Yeah. 1971, Ooh. Gacy established a part-time construction PDM. business, PDM Contractors, for right. painting, Carl. decorating, and maintenance. Oh, yeah, that's pretty simple. With the approval of his probation officer, Gacy worked uh, evenings on, on his construction contracts while working as a cook during the day. Uh, initially, he undertook minor repair, but later expanded to include projects such as interior design, remodeling, and landscaping. Uh, in mid-1973, Gacy quit his job as a cook so he could commit fully to his construction business. By 1975, PDM was expanding rapidly, and Gacy had worked up to 16 hours per day. And in March of 77, he became a supervisor for PE Systems, a firm specializing in remodeling of drug stores. So between PE Systems remodeling drugstores and PDM, Gacy worked up to four projects simultaneously and frequently traveled to other states. <laughs> By 1978, PDM's annual revenue was over $200,000. You know why? I guarantee he was fucking and sucking some fucking top executives or something. PDM was that penis dick mouth? I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just wondering. I guarantee it. Think about it. Sopranos. Right, yeah. Ralphie fucking getting all the money from the union. He was fucking <laughs> sucking dudes' dicks off in the parking lot. <laughs> We're going to see what the inflation calculator on $200,000 is. I bet them executives took their turns just fucking donkey punching Gacy all day long. Fucking him and donkey punching him, and then fucking that's why you had to take it out on other people at nighttime. Can it. you describe what a donkey punch is? <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie you can watch. There's a movie. No, no, but can we direct our, our audience to what movie they should watch? It's movie. It's called. Don- I need it described in detail. Right describe now. it in it's called detail. It's yeah. about uh, these kids that go partying on this boat and fucking they Not pick the up a fucking movie. I'm talking about what's the actual, what's the actual <laughs> movement of Donkey Punch? Oh, when you put <laughs> I, I'm cool if you want to do with the, the synopsis of the film. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's a murder film, so. Oh, I, I'd be murdering that shit, dude. Everybody starts killing. You. Everybody starts killing each other in the movie. Yeah, donkey normally, each other. Normally, when you're getting a donkey punch, I'm murdering it. Well, these these dudes and these chicks go out on this boat Jesus. to party, and it's like a handy camp movie, but it's British film. 
and this dude's <laughs> this dude starts fucking this chick from behind and fucking but his what? buddy busts in uh. he's like do it do it and he starts he fucking punches this bitch in the back of the head and kills her oh, <laughs> donkey punches her and kills me her and oh my god me news twitter accounts have the and wrong then, algorithm and then no it's, it's, it's on amazon motherfucker <laughs> and uh, honest to god netflix used to push it back in the day i push, um, I push it real good sometimes and um <laughs> and so anyway uh then the chicks are like we gotta get off this boat and fucking the dude's like can't I let you off do. the boat give <laughs> murder we gotta figure out this again they're like no and then so fucking everybody of course is like they all just start murdering each other because oh, fucking shit. one chick dies and then they don't, you know. That ain't even right, but it's basically everybody on the boat just kills each other. No, I it's called Donkey it. Punch. Donkey, Donkey Punch. punch. I, right. I like it. Hey, man. I'm going to come out with 2.0, though. <laughs> Whatever. Just don't do it on a boat and you'll be all no, right. No, no, no. Airbnb. I'm gonna do my, no, fuck no. I'm going to do mine in a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, I'm not going to do That's right, man. Let's be innovative. Yes. Take this shit to the fucking skies. Yes, sir. <laughs> you don't have to worry about paying for too many scenes because just be one room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fucking a one basket, four cameras. <laughs> Sounds like an OnlyFans account to me, but oh my god, god. you got you got two girls. It, yeah, just pushing the limits, man. That's yeah. great. Fucking on a. the cutting edge. Of You've seen shit. two girls, one cup. Yeah. One basket, four cameras. <laughs> one basket, four cameras, seven people. <laughs> Who will be eliminated first? <laughs> Motherfuckers gonna fall to their death. No, no. I mean, they might, <laughs> no, they, no. Might, they might fall to a death, but it, they ain't going John very Wayne far. John Wayne Gacy edition. Fucked up. So he, so he, in in perfect style, he just hires high school students and young men. Um, he would often uh, proposition his workers for sex. He would pull the whole, you know, hey, down and you want to suck my dick? Ah, just kidding. Just down kidding. and out families whose kids, like, fucking ran away from home, he had substance abuse sex. issues. He did the same thing he did earlier in life when he was, well, he 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 was inviting dudes over and be like, ah, oh, fucking not. Except just, way more This efficiently. is how guys play, was right? He, was he promising them, like, uh, management positions? Oh, first well, sure, players? sure. Yeah, could be, but sure. it sounds like he went to a different place and played the same exact game they did well, before where he was like <laughs> he's got experience <laughs> man that worked for me in the past when i was uh when i was a manager of kfc he says <laughs> so he's gonna continue to do it when i'm uh the ceo of a fucking construction company <laughs> full of you know young well the, the bad part is part of the people that work for him that he did do shit to and let him live that he would they would quit and then they'd eventually come back and work for him again well yeah. sure he's a good boss I've so heard. are you coming back to work and uh, kind I'm of just saying i'm just saying <laughs> going on? i'm just saying i worked for al three or four times in my life one of um one of gacy's uh <laughs> former employees <laughs> went on to be <laughs> one of his um, former employees went on to be one of the chicago rippers back. have you ever heard oh, of the chicago no rippers shit, no no. Chicago Rippers is a pretty nasty one where they, they, they just kill women and they would like mutilate their bodies, just kind of mutilate their breasts and stuff, and it was just terrible. That was a dude who worked with him? He was an employee of Gacy back one in the One of the ones that didn't end up in the fucking crawl space. Yeah, so the I believe that the Chicago Rippers in, was in the mid-80s, early 90s, I think. you think he ever helped him? Well, that's... I bet there's there was talks on method. Well, sure. They've done another <laughs> construction site and buried the dude at a construction site. No one ever would have known. I'm still good. Yeah. 
So he would he would I thought you were gonna make the he would prop his 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 employees for sex, insist on sexual favors in return for lending vehicles, financial assistance or promotions, etc. Give you a nice car if you suck my dick. Gacy hey. also claimed to own guns. Out a little Just bit kidding. at a time, man. You're but like a little better, a little bit at a time. Here's your here's your fun time to shine. Just kidding, but only if you want to. So like he he's gotta be like George. Here's your time he's to gotta shine, be like he's, so he's <laughs> gotta be like George Carlin and uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Hey, suck I, Yeah, I'll suck. I'll take a shot in the mouth if it gets me a couple hundred miles down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rules of the road. <laughs> Man, so he also claimed to own guns. Once telling an employee, "Do you know how easy it would be to get one of my guns and kill you, and how easy it would be to get rid of the body?" <laughs> He's thinking out loud. He's yeah. <laughs> Some, I mean, yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I could read that as as true. I don't know. I would probably pull it off as bullshit. When I when someone tells me that in real life, I'm like, okay, whatever, know, bullshit. Th- yeah. If you think about it, he's but a big kind of chubby, menacing type of dude. I've heard and pig farms myself. A guy who's about my size and you're gay, and you know what I mean. He's you know. Oh sure, yeah. He's hulking over your waist and he gets in your fucking face and you know tells you that shit. It might. He, it might. Yeah, yeah he, be a little different. He really did. Hey, he really did enjoy sitting on people's Say that again, Brent. I was gonna say he he loves sitting on the fucking people's chest when they when yeah. he had him handcuffed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one of his, that was part of his M.O. too. Trick. It sounds to me like he just <laughs> had this cat in a corner someplace boxed in and was like in his I face can't. like, you know, I could get a gun and kill you and hide the body. Do, yeah. you, do you have the trick explained in there somewhere? Uh, well... The trick. Let me see if it's oh, further the down. Trick you would do to tell people to with get a board and two wires or whatever. Yes. And he's like, if I wanted Please. to, fucking blah blah. I don't exactly know what it is, but like, it well, was it was a hammer. It was a hammer handle, right? To be no. to something like that. With a tie to string, and he's like, oh, th- this trick. If you get out of it, I'll give you fucking fifty dollars or whatever, and like would like bind their fucking arms behind That's their thing, get and then tied up to not be able like to. to their arms, and then to his neck, and to their ankles or some shit, and then he just kept tightening the fucking hammer fucking thing and oh, strangled him to fucking death while he's fucking so him. So he, like, ah. yeah. he used the uh, the the fucking uh, the hammer handle is basically like a fucking uh, tourniquet, like a valve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kept spinning it to yep. your fucking dead. That's uh, there's a there's a old um, like Mayan he or would, Aztec he, torture that they would do. He to would people. fucking tell them while they were doing it, like, hey, like, I could fucking totally kill you in this, blah blah. But if like you want to work for me, you gotta fucking trust me in this shit, blah blah. And like, get him in it, twist it off, kill him and fuck him, bury him in a <coughs> fucking basement. So there's there's an old. It's either Aztec Bam. or Mayan. I'm not Man. sure. Um, a way that they would torture people is basically people who stole or fucking murdered or did whatever uh, or whatever they deemed wrong. Fucking, they would tie them to a post and they would tie their arms and legs behind their back at the post. And then there's a thing they would put around their neck, and it had a screw in the back of it. And they would tighten that screw and it would clamp it down and it would keep clamping your throat basically until it cut your airwave off and killed you. <laughs> it sounds kind of similar to what Gacy had. I mean, that was like. It was like 25 of the 33 bodies. He'd like, he's like, hey, come here. I'm going to show you the trick. Like, I bet you if you get, can't get out of this, I'll give you $50, blah, blah. And Probably something else. Yeah, like, oh, I could totally get out of this, motherfucker. Tie me up any way you want to. <laughs> yeah, but he also started it with him drunk. escaping from. He would put on handcuffs and escape. And oh, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there was a whole trick part to it or whatever. Like, well, the trick showing how, like, right he could, if you're smart enough like me, like, you can get out of the trick like this. But if not, blah, blah. And, they just was like, oh, okay. Then you flip your face first into a bathtub. And <laughs> yeah. a whole, a whole production for this man. He, 
He had he, it down. He did drown a few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he would drown him. Yeah. He drowned him and kill him, and he would he drown him to the point of dying. Resuscitate him and bring him back, and then and fuck him. So do it again. The whole god. The Des Plaines River, Ryan. Fucking. So. I'm running gas stations around here and our gas station company gets sold and like the new people that own the new company come in and like I'm like shooting for this promotion this whole time right and then they like are like okay yeah here's this field position give me a car and shit and I have to meet with this dude from fucking Wyoming and uh we had been living here for like two and a half years like I was driving for like 13 bucks an hour to Clinton every motherfucking day like mm. broke as fuck and then like got a pretty decent fucking promotion or whatever and like yeah. going to meet this dude at where he's staying at in Bloomington so he can take me to the place and get my rental car or whatever sure and in the meantime we went to all of our stores up in Chicago uh, for four days and uh so like just met this motherfucker. His name's Mark. He's cool as shit. But <laughs> another uh, Mark. Shout out Mark. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really so know him or whatever. Is it with a C or a K? Where? <laughs> it's a K. Well, <laughs> I, I know two Marks. Well, not, not a Q. Not a C. Not a Mark with Different. a Q. Yeah. Anyway, we're <laughs> we're driving that's, up that's to our store Mark. in Joliet, and the fucking district manager that's up there is like, "Hey, don't go on this fucking bridge. It's the same way that it, 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 I knew the bridge, but like it's a big thing up there that." the bridge is like you're taking your life into your own hand driving across it or whatever and they're like engineers like oh it's fine it's fine but like you can see shit falling off of it into the water oh and it's that bad yeah but it's that bridge that fucking john wayne gacy threw all his bodies off of whatever so like i went met him in bloomington got in the car drove up there so like i had known this mother for like three hours and uh we're driving across that bridge right and he's like ah fucking like what you don't know won't kill you shit like we won't even know if bridge is shitty or not if we make it across and uh we're driving over it and i like looked at him like you know this is the bridge <laughs> that john went <Wayne> and Gacy <laughs> threw three of his first victims off of <laughs> and uh he was like ain't serial killers fucking the most amazing thing in the world and <laughs> and then I traveled the country with this man for the next three years, like, and, like, every time we, like, like Duluth, Minnesota, fucking serial killers in fucking Duluth, Minnesota on Google. And like sure, sure. We found out that one of our gas stations is on an episode of Forensic Files and shit, <laughs> and there's, like, a law up there in gas stations that two people got to work at the same time because in 1993... Uh, like the, the attendant probably disappeared. Well, the police responded to a scene of there just being money on the counter and there's no employee around or whatever, and they only identified her body because she had had some experimental tooth filling from, uh, <laughs> like, there was this dental conference. Probably not experimental now. Yeah, there was this <laughs> dental conference, and they had, like, this method of doing fillings, and, like, there was yeah. only, like, six fucking dentists in the entire nation that, like, went back and put them in their fucking <laughs> patients or whatever. <laughs> and... They discovered this fucking uh, uh, burn pit and, like, some remnants or whatever, and they put it through the mass spectrometer and, like, identified the fucking elements that were only available at this fucking time. And wow. turns out this fucking gas station attendant was a patient of that dentist, and that's how they identified the body or whatever. But fucking... Jesus. And it became, like, Haley's Law. Like, can't, can't so work. Speaking of forensic files, the voice of that show... You ever went to sleep to it? Because oh, it's soothing as fuck. <laughs> That's like three quarters of my adult life. It's like to sleep the dude's to voice on American files. Justice on A&E. <laughs> so in 1973, Gacy and a teenage employee travels to Florida to view a property that Gacy had purchased. While there, Gacy raped the employee in their hotel room. 
After returning to Chicago, this employee drove to Gacy's house and beat him in his front yard. (laughs) Gacy told his wife that he had been attacked for refusing to pay him for poor quality painting work. Uh, (laughs) In May of 75, Gacy hired 15-year-old Anthony... Antonucci. Motherfucker don't even bend over while he's painting the wall. Like, you gotta Anthony. get it from the bottom to the top. You can't just paint the fucking middle part. Oh, <laughs> oh Anthony Antonucci. Anthony, two months later, gotta went bend to... Over and reach up high. Gacy goes to Antonucci's home, knowing that he had just injured his foot. The two drank a bottle of wine. They did. Watched a stag film together before Gacy wrestled Antonucci to the floor. Get you in the headlock hot. Cuffs his hands behind his back. One cuff was loose, and Antonucci freed his arm while Gacy was out of the room. And when Gacy returned, Antonucci, a a high school wrestler, grappled with him, stole the key, cuffed Gacy's hands behind his back, and then Gacy threatened Antonucci, then calmed down and promised to leave if he was freed. Antonucci agreed. Gacy left. Antonucci continued working for for him yeah. for nine months after the incident. And Gacy made no further attempts to assault him. He knew he'd get his ass whipped. Right. Like, the fuck they got fucking primal with each other, and he was on the losing end of it. It's, 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 it's should have turned around be, and fucked him. Was, <laughs> you, you think <laughs> it, it's crazy to me that this dude kept working for him unless Gacy was like, it's good I'm going to give you this. Right. Well, he probably was like, I'm going to give you this much more money and keep your mouth shut. All I got to do is power wash his fucking decks. Who gives a right. fuck? Right. I'm getting. I wonder if that dude ever came out the looks at me sideways again. I'll beat his ass again, though. I'd like to talk to that dude. Or at least if he ever did an interview, I wonder if he ever let the reason out as to why he stayed. He probably, I guarantee it's what Dick said. Oh, he paid real good. Paid good? I already kicked I've his ass. I've been in that situation, man. I know. No, I wasn't was. worried yeah. about it. I knew I could beat I knew his he ass couldn't beat me up. I knew he couldn't beat me up and fuck me. Right. So, <laughs> right. so we just hung out. Yeah. He paid me. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be around people that you know aren't going to be able to overpower That shit you, happens you. also without so all the serial killer yeah. shit <laughs> happening also. Well, sure. Right. It happens outside. I know outside, nobody here trying to fuck me. Motherfucker, you ever tried to handcuff me, I'd kill your ass. I was saying, hey, I promise I won't do it again. I'd fucking kill you straight tires, up. <laughs> tires in the barn? I'd fucking murder you then and there. All I'm saying, I worked for this motherfucker doing tires and shit in Princeville, and, like, he was fucking pissed off at me for fucking doing, like, bad quality of work or whatever, but, like... You put tires on wrong? Uh, I was take, I was learning it. <laughs> How the fuck do you put tires on wrong? It you take, put it them on backwards? First of all, it was fucking, like, put them four on tires on one fucking thing on a combine, and there was, like, a certain way you got to fucking do it or whatever, and I just wasn't doing it fast enough in my second fucking week or whatever. And you I've known this shit. motherfucker my entire it's life. Exactly. It's real men's work, Dick. That's yeah, why. Well, see, this little <laughs> fucking block I'm from in Sunnyland, actually, like, there's a bunch of weird motherfuckers just like this. There's, oh, like, hey, you're from the city, and, uh, son. You're not supposed to work on tractor tires. So what it came down to, he's like, hey, we're fist fighting for our job or whatever, blah, blah. You're a bike tire at Walmart type of guy. (laughs) All I'm saying is that, no, motherfucker, for like a long time. No, no. I I did this shit. Finish your story. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the barn, and this is motherfucker I lived with my entire, I grew up fucking a house down from him or whatever, and, uh, I had quit working for Al to go work for him, and like he let me bring the f- tire truck home, had big boom on it, and all this shit. And fucking, uh, now we, uh, <laughs> he's trained me to be a tire guy or whatever, but like he got pissed that like I couldn't get this bolt off fast enough or whatever. And he's like a little five foot one Napoleon looking motherfucker, and uh, he's Canuck too, and he's Canadian, and uh. <laughs> So, like, we're in this barn, and we're changing fucking... So he called you buddy guy a lot? A lot. 16 hey, fucking tires. tire buddy guy. 16 fucking tires, and there's, like, a sp- fucking way you got to do it, right? And uh, 
he just starts getting pissed. I'm like, why don't you shut the fuck up and come over here and help and shit, motherfucker? Like, and uh, he's like, whoa, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, how about this? How about we fight right the fuck now and you can't ever say shit the fuck about how I'm fucking doing it or uh, you beat me up and fucking I'll listen to your bullshit forever while we fucking do this. And he's like, fine, fuck it. And <coughs> I choked him the fuck out <laughs> and fucking left him unconscious on the floor and just this went back to fucking changing the tire. Two weeks. So yeah. at what and week, he, uh, though, did you <laughs> did you hit to where you started doing it faster and no one had to worry about shit ever again? I quit after six months because it sucks. That's the same shit Chunky did for me. Sounds to me like Chunky, he never really caught That motherfucker on. worked at the same place that Chunky did up uh, up there or whatever, and fucking, they knew each other and shit, but uh, yeah, he, he was a tire guy, man. Canadian tire guy from the fucking coal mines of from fucking... From the great north? I did, that shit. I did that shit for six and a half years. It sucked. Yeah, but. it's terrible. It's <laughs> just breaking your balls a little it's bit. It's terrible, man. dude. Busting like grain ass. parts in the fucking middle of the field with a stupid fucking truck and you can't get the fucking crane to pop the bead so you're like beating your motherfucking shoulder off this motherfucker <laughs> to try to fucking break the bead off and you can't take an old Canadian and then in the breaking. fucking meantime when you're not doing special projects like that you just got special motherfucking semi tires to fucking pump the fuck out with the cheetah boom fucking <laughs> boom with the fucking cheetah see I told you he's more of a Walmart bike tire guy <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's uh, it pays well but yeah, because you got to use your whole body. It does play really well. You use your whole body. That's why. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, you also building bikes that fucking Toys R Us used to pay very well, too. So. Yeah, and you also got to take shit from Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, not after that. You're not good at it. Not I, after I that. I would build dog. bikes at Toys R Us. After that, like, he didn't talk to me again Except for like there is no two Toys months. R Us anymore. Him about Fuck you, Jeffrey. You should ask right. him about Stampede Wrestling. <laughs> he didn't talk to me again for, like, two months, and then I was out. Oh, you know the Stu Hart? His shop was out in Princeton, out in the fucking country. And uh, we didn't talk again for like two months. I just went and did my own thing. Fucking had replaced tires on the uh, big fucking tractors for the road projects and all that shit. What are they? Oh, fucking payloaders. Payloaders, yeah, payloaders. Yeah. Changed a bunch of those. And then I had an account that was the garbage trucks in fucking Chillicothe. And that shit always sucked. I about had a, I about passed out from fucking heat exhaustion <laughs> Fuck there one day while he was sitting there like talking shit. Fuck, you do have a lot of similarities to Gacy, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He passed out of heat exhaustion. Then, uh, too. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I ended up this dude, like his buddy's car came in and fucking uh, running the tire fucking thing or whatever. I scratched his rim a little bit. Oh. And fucking oh, oh. yeah. Dude fucking freaked out on me and shit, and I'm like, I'm either going to kill you or I'm fucking quitting right the fuck now, and he's like, well, fucking quit then, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, fuck it, and it was like six miles outside of Princeton to the Casey's in the corner or whatever, and I just started walking like, fuck you. Were there nice rooms? Yeah, there was nice rooms. <laughs> Not I should just, uh, I probably would have fucking been back yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but like... It's like I'd scuffing up somebody's shoes. I, like, walked six miles out of that motherfucker. Well, you kind of deserved to. Mm. <laughs> mm. Sounds like you're an asshole about I mean, it. If you, walk, if you like walk about six miles an hour, you can make it there. It sounds like it, you're good. It sounds I'm like not you saying did you I walk didn't. to your next job? I walked. Uh, I talked know. to him the whole time he was walking. Yeah, I was going to say, I called like Chunky. He's like, fuck this fucking tire bullshit. Sounds like he fucked up and then walked out. Yeah. <laughs> I called Brandy also on the way home, made her come drive all the way to Princeton and come pick me up and shit. But I, she drove to the wrong place. And <laughs> so I, oh, yeah, the I other Princeton, Chunky Illinois. Again. Shit, my bad. I think she drove to Princeville, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, some, some shit. Oh, like get it. the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I thought she was going to be at the Dairy Queen. I, I am. I was just sitting on the corner at Casey's <laughs> against the wall smoking cigarettes. Like, I hate my Pissed life. Pissed as fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was it cold out, too? The next Monday, I was walking with Al and February. doing roofs and shit, living under the ship pipe. And it was cold out when that Here shit Here comes happened. the shit mm -hmm. pipe. 
Damn, son. July 26, 1976, Gacy picks up an 18-year-old hitchhiker, David Cram, offers him a job with PDM. He began working that same evening. August 21st, 76, Cram moves into the house. The next day, Cram and Gacy have several drinks to celebrate his 19th birthday. Gacy dressed up as Pogo. Gacy conned Cram into donning handcuffs. His rip cuffed in front of his body rather than behind. He swung Cram around while holding the chain link cuffs. Then he said, then said he intended to rape him. Cram kicked Gacy in the face and freed himself. Had to stomp him till he died. A month later. There's hundreds of fucking not murdered motherfuckers that just had a weird experience with John. A month later, Gacy appeared at Cram's bedroom door intending to rape him, saying, Dave, I should have highlighted why this didn't one you, for you. Why don't you bash his head, his head in with your booty holes? He gave me chicken every Sunday. It's hard to. <laughs> it's fuck. 17 was, bucks an hour. I don't know. Man. Have you had KFC? He was so nice to me. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had the Colonel's chicken? Have you had the Colonel fried chicken? 17 bucks an hour in a cookout every weekend. <laughs> I don't know. Are you talking about original or had crispy be, recipe? I mean, original recipe. Had to be the gravy. Uh, <laughs> says he intends to rape him and says, Dave, hey. you really don't know who I am. Maybe it would be good if you give me what I want. Cram resisted. <laughs> straddling Gacy, who left the bedroom, stating, you ain't no fun. Cram moves out <laughs> October 5th and left PDM, although he periodically worked for Gacy over the following two years. <laughs> I'd have hit him over yeah. the head with something heavy and been like, fun. Not him, he came back. And he did that as the clown, yeah? Hey. I guess he did do that as a clown. I, didn't, I forgot that yeah. I put that in there, yeah. Hey, remember, yeah. Cartman started a whole fucking gang war over KFC gravy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Man, that had to be a creepy experience, that dude dressed up like a clown all fat trying to fucking murder you. And Just and sweaty and, and drunk. I mean, but he threw me that roof that nobody wanted. It was a 10-15 pitch. Probably so like the fucking... <laughs> made four grand in the weekend. Yeah, he might have tried it, to rape me, but... Did it for $15. Uh, the, right. The fucking uh, the clown on Spawn. I mean, it's That's good money. That's Gacy's starting to remind me of. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> People are scared of clowns because of this motherfucker. That's basically. not why I'm scared of clowns, but that, that furthers it my reason to, to be it, scared though, of dog. clowns. It led to it. Clowns was wasn't good in pop culture till John Wayne Gacy did what it. What was the movie that came out? There was a movie that came out that was kind of like about, not really about John Wayne Gacy, but it had an old boy from fucking Clerks in it, and he played like a clown, and some dude fucking ends up beating him up and raping him, and then he ends up fucking going nuts and like oh, yeah. killing a couple uh, people. Oh, what is that called? It was a, you had to be 18 to rent it and shit. When yeah, we that was another, it's another Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, it's a Kevin Smith yeah, movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I can't remember uh, the name of it. Uh, I'm pretty big. It's got a. Not Red State. Is it Brian from Clerks? And he plays like a clown that goes around and does birthday parties and shit. And he goes to this house and this dude's kind of like a Gacy type of construction worker type of dude. And the dude like ties him up and beats him and rapes him and shit. And then like eventually like I don't know if he escapes or he or he lets him go. But then that dude ends up like becoming a psycho himself and fucking like pulling a gun. And I think he kills a couple of people or something. And I can't remember the name. Like Fuck, it's, man. It's a fuck. I'm trying to look it up. It's trying, it's my a, phone. There it goes. It's trying to think of it and I can't it's the name of the clown whatever the name of the movie is but I remember it came out when we were like maybe 16 you had to rent at the movie at the video store you had to be 18 to rent it hmm. I, was, I was like man I can't wait till I'm 18 I'll rent that movie and see what it's about and I rented yeah. it when I was 18 I was like man that movie kind of sucks <laughs> it was a good try by Kevin Smith but he had never done anything at that point it was all comedy movies and shit I don't remember that super at all. super indie movie Kevin Smith fan David Cram moves out October 5th 
Shortly after that, another employee, 18-year-old Michael Rossi, moves in. Rossi had worked for PDM since May 23rd of 76. He lives with Gacy until April 77. Rossi sometimes assisted Gacy in clowning at grand openings of businesses. Gacy would go as Pogo, and Rossi would go as Patches. Um, through this membership, excuse me, excuse me, through his membership at a local Moose Club, Gacy became aware of the Jolly Joker Clown Club, where members regularly performed at fundraising events. This is how he became a clown um, through this Jolly Joker Clown Organization. Um, it's called Vulgar. Vulgar, yeah. Brian Vulgar. O'Hall- Brian O'Halloran's the dude who plays him. The dude who plays Dante. Dante. Except Brian, that's Dante. Um, <sighs> I mean, fucking Sergio? Sergio's our boy. <laughs> If you shoot me in the face with that right now, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> You're pointing off. that straight at me. Yeah, so it's off, though. Clown, he, he makes his character Pogo the Clown and Patches the Clown. Um, and that's his, that's his guys. But he, he found the Jolly Joker Clown cub, Clubs um, responsible for helping John Wayne Gacy become a clown. Um, he seldom earned money for his performances, um, stating that the clown allowed him to regress into childhood. Um, just more clown bullshit. Whatever, man. You fucking creep. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> but here's interesting. This is you touched on this earlier. Um, through his connections to the Democratic Party, he um, gets appointed as the Chicago's director of the annual Polish Constitution Day parade. Yeah. This is where he gets to meet and is photographed with First Lady Rosalind Carter wearing an S pin, which is. Uh, person meaning that they have been vetted and given special clearance by the, by Secret, the Secret Service. Service. So they vetted this fucking guy. And he's already killed like 15 of them at this point. At this maybe, point. Maybe, no, okay, never mind. Maybe the CIA was giving them psychedelics and that's what caused them to start killing people. This is in 75. Now I'm making conspiracy theories. This is in 75. He was arrested in 78. Gacy, so he's yeah. in the middle of his he's fucking killing in. spree. Gacy was a his his cross day stank at this point. Yes. Oh, yeah, they were having days. space. Hit the, oh, they were having six. Polish day whatever the fuck parties at his like barbecues in his backyard and his neighbors was like that motherfucker got that good brisket though man what's that he's like ah oh, my sewer pipe's down again he just yes in, uh, he's probably just cooking noodles and noodles they're like sour. oh John you need help getting your sewer pipe you're like nah, ah, I got nah, it nah, yeah, yeah, I own a construction yeah. company just eat your fucking brisket I'll fix my own driveway oodles noodles of sauerkraut yeah. dick Probably just made lots of sauerkraut to hide it. Gacy's first known murder occurs on January 3rd, 1972. According to Gacy's later account, following a family party the previous evening, he drove to the Civic Center in the Loop in the early morning to view a display of ice sculptures. Civic Center? He lured a 16-year-old Timothy Jack McCoy from Chicago's Greyhound bus terminal into his car. McCoy was on his way to his father's home in Omaha, Nebraska, um, traveling via bus, right? Uh, Informed Gacy his bus to Nebraska was not due until noon. Um, Gacy took McCoy on a sightseeing tour of Chicago, showed him around, um, drove him to uh, his home, Gacy's home, with the promise that he could spend the remainder of the night and be driven back to the station in time to catch his bus. Before McCoy's identification, he was known as the (laughs) Greyhound bus boy. Gacy claimed he woke early in the morning to find McCoy standing in his bedroom doorway holding a kitchen knife. He jumped I'm gonna he jumped on his bed and McCoy raised both arms in a gesture of surrender, accidentally cutting Gacy's forearm. 
Gacy disarmed McCoy, banged his head against the bedroom wall, kicked him against the wardrobe. McCoy kicked Gacy in the stomach, doubling him over. Gacy then grabbed McCoy, wrestled him to the floor, stabbed him repeatedly in the chest. So this dude was going to murder Gacy first? No. As McCoy lay dying, Gacy claimed he watched, he washed the knife in his bathroom, then went to his kitchen and saw the mark makings of breakfast on the table. McCoy had set the table for two. He had walked into Gacy's room to wake him up while absentmindedly carrying the knife. Gacy buried McCoy in his crawl space later, covered his grave with a layer of concrete. In an interview... Oh, fuck, man. That means he'd been, he'd been <laughs> fucking... sympathy fucking. He'd had his ass beat by dudes so many times for getting caught that he thought he'd fucking been caught again and just struck, man. Fuck. In an interview several <laughs> years after his arrest, Gacy said that immediately after killing McCoy, he felt, quote, totally drained, yet noted that as he stabbed McCoy and as he listened to the, quote, gurgulations and gasping, he had experienced a mind-numbing <laughs> orgasm. He added... <laughs> he added... <laughs> he added, that's when I realized that death was the ultimate thrill. Sorry, uh, I, I was in the middle of something. No, 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 it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. It's totally cool. But that's it for now. That's uh, that's John Wayne Gacy part one. Fuck this man. fucking creep brute, dude. Like, we that's haven't not even... the good part yet. No, we haven't even really that's got to the good, the good parts. Part like, yet. the best part is his time in prison. Like, yeah. it just fucking amazes me. Yeah. Like, I don't think there is hey, the best part We've already got past the prison part. I know, but well, I'm well, saying that's part one. That's the highlight of that. His second time in prison was pretty wild, it gets too. It way like. fucking crazier. Oh, you're talking when he actually goes to prison... For murder. When he's... Yeah, okay. Well, no, I wasn't, but... That's what's going to happen next time when we... That's, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. the ending. Yeah. I mean, we all know. If you're listening to this story, uh, he he was convicted of murder and sentenced to death. Um, died, I think it was 94, lethal injection. Totally. At the hands of uh, Statesville Penitentiary. Thank you, Illinois State. <laughs> Took a minute to get him there. Bring it back. It really did. Well, it was, uh, he was moratorium. sentenced in 1980 and didn't finally get... Uh, finally executed. executed. I was going to say killed. There was a moratorium, right, on le- on fucking right. I guess uh, as you're trying to punishment a- in Illinois, as you're trying to appeal. 1976, um, they fucking got rid of capital punishment and didn't bring it back until like '92. Yeah, yeah. He he, yeah. So, John Wayne Gacy, man. Interesting. I learned a few things today. Disgusting fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing to me what he was able to get away with without people turning him in for like trying to fucking tie him up and rape him at least he did more shit than like three people could do though like you can't keep up with a motherfucker like that right and a lot of the, a lot fucking of the stuff that he fast had, as fuck, boy. He's a lot of those. <laughs> like, I when I first like learned of Gacy and I I knew of his story and all these fucking bodies in the basement. How is this big fucking Midwestern fuck sweaty Polish fuck digging holes in his fucking crawl space every night to pull these bodies in? Right, three or four motherfuckers do it for him. Right. So what happens is he had one kid dig. A bunch of these fucking graves, <laughs> right? And Saying that he's going to tile these that? up for s- for drainage <laughs> later on. He's going to put tile over this shit. So just don't worry about. It. You're going to dig a trench here and there and there and there. I'm going to do all this all pre-dug. He actually mentions this to the police when they're in the house. The first the th- 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 the first cop that smells the the bodies yeah. in the bathroom. The first body he mentions, mentions that to the three cops. days before he gets arrested. He mentions that to the, the police. first body yeah, at the right. very bottom. That's the first guy. Yeah, that fucking dug all the holes. 
It sounds to me like what's the game where you have the checkers and you put them in a little circle thing and they all drop to the bottom and whoever gets them connect in four. Floor. Yeah, this kind of sounds like what he did with the bodies. He's connect four of them in the walls. There was like four I layers. More like Moncala. It was four <laughs> layers. So like they had to dig <laughs> I don't like you remember that they game. had to dig twenty foot into the fucking ground or whatever. It was four layers of fucking bodies. Just fucking foul. Foul. It's crazy that you're able to put that many in a walls and houses without chopping I've buried them. people bud and you can bury I mean it's not yeah but without chopping them you can just bury them every shit. two foot if you wanted right right hang on we're not just gonna gonna basically <laughs> did there was like a logistics we're game. gonna gloss over that statement <laughs> yeah well I mean I did it for uh, I did it for a living you did it for professional right yeah. it wasn't a hobby no no, no. <laughs> sorry <laughs> no he, he got paid okay good yeah. it was yeah. uh, it was totally above board I worked for a uh, city oh, for a municipality edit that part people. out real quick fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'll bury bodies. What you do is put a body below a fresh grave and then never check on it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way. (laughs) To hide one? Yeah. 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 Put your fucking murder victim below the fucking person that's having a funeral the next morning. The Kevin Costner movie where he's a murderer. He fucking kills Dan Cook at the end and then fucking buries him underneath a fucking coffin. Mr. Brooks. We'd never find him. Is that the name of that movie? I think so. Not many people are pulling vaults out. Well, he makes it look like Dane Cook does all the murders and shit. I only did like 100 and so. That's (laughs) good. It's weird having Dane Cook in a serious movie. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for now. Um, Tune in next time. We're going to have Gacy Part 2. We're going to finish it up and uh, hopefully kill that fucker off. So, um, thanks for hanging out. Peace out, uh, Girl Scout. Peace out. Uh, there should be. I need to have like a good tagline in this fucker with. I don't even have a good tagline. Like, bye. Follow. Share. Like, Tell follow, share. If you have anything you want to reach out to this podcast and say, you can reach out to us at beyondtheordinarypodcast at gmail dot com. Um, you can reach us at Facebook. We have a subreddit, Beyond the Ordinary, on subreddit uh, on Reddit. Um, it's not very active right now, but if you want to get on, that's fine. Whatever. Um, thanks for hanging out. Peace out. Thanks.